1: Welcome to this Tuesday episode. I am Lee Lonsberry. Oh, uh, which episode number? I knew you would ask. It's 270 today. Episode 270 of Live Mike. I am your host. Lee Lonsbury. Tons of ground to cover on today's program. We're going to start in Washington. We're going to make a stop in St. George, visit the campus of Dixie State University while it is still named such, see if that's going to change. And then we'll make our way to Utah County as we continue our laser focus on the distribution of the vaccine to combat COVID-19 here in the state of Utah. What's going on in Utah County? Well, if you were listening yesterday at about 2.30, you Heard uh, about a half hour conversation I had with a representative from the Salt Lake County Health Department. What we're doing every day at that same time, 2.30, about two hours from right now, we'll commence this ver- uh, this segment of the series. We are making a stop at each of the health jurisdictions across the state of Utah, the, the large ones, that is, and today we'll be speaking with a representative from the Utah County Health Department. We will learn as much as we possibly can. How is distribution of the vaccine going in Utah County? What are some of the challenges. How are they being overcome? And you, Utah County residents, what can you do? Should you qualify or should you be uh, eligible to receive a dose of the vaccine right now? What do you need to know? What do you need to know? Hopefully, you know already. But there, I believe, uh, a segment of folks out there who are still uh, unsure Unsure of exactly how to get the vaccine into their arms. What's available? How can you get the injection? We'll find out today. And if you have any questions, let me just put the, the plea out right now 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. If you have any questions for uh, the Utah County Health Department, I want you to send them my way. Uh, Producer Amy is compiling a list of all the questions we gather up throughout the day. And when we have the chance, uh, we will ask them to those in charge, those who are responsible, who on their shoulders bear the burden of distributing the vaccine in Utah County. How's it going down there? How will it go? Uh, And what's being done to make sure it goes smoothly? Especially as, especially as you heard uh, just a a moment ago in Maria Chaleos's newscast, that there is an uptick in distribution of vaccine doses coming from Washington. That's uh, the latest word from D.C. is that the federal government will be increasing uh, by a certain percentage. Forgive me for forgetting, but it's, uh, you know, every one of those percentage points represents thousands and thousands of Americans and Utahns as well. So that's all good news. Uh, What's it mean in Utah County? We'll find out at 2.30. Get your questions in now. All right. To kick things off, we have to discuss uh, a negotiation I guess, if you want to call it that, which took place in the White House just yesterday. Who was in attendance? Well, uh, starting from the top, it was President Joe Biden. Alongside him was seated Vice President Kamala Harris. And in the room spread throughout the Oval Office were 10 Republican members of the United States Senate. Utah Senator Mitt Romney was among them. And if I could point out uh, just an observation, as I saw some of the photographs taken of this meeting in progress, uh, there were, again, 10 Republican senators. And if you can if you can picture the, the Oval Office, uh, you know, picture it either from, uh, you know, briefings you've seen on television or even from movie scenes, you know, there are those two couches that face one another. Uh, And then uh, next to those two couches, uh, at least in last night's arrangement of the room, uh, there were two chairs. It was in those two chairs that President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris were seated. And on the couches, there were four senators seated. Now, that's not the full 10, so there must have been some kind of uh, decision made or elbowing done or who knows what, uh, jockeying for position. Well, it was Utah's senator, uh, Utah Senator Mitt Romney. Who got himself a seat on the on the couch, and he was very close uh, to uh, President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, not sure if that means anything. Uh, it may not, uh, but but if we're looking for if we're looking for some meaning, uh, it it has to be positive in knowing that at least as those conversations were being uh, played out yesterday for two hours, for two hours, twice as long as originally scheduled. Uh, that Utah's voice was there close to uh, those at the top of the administration right now, in particular, uh, President Joe Biden. Now, I've had a hard time with this. Uh, you know, some have called it negotiations. You heard me say uh, kind of quote unquote negotiations at the top of this segment. But I'm hesitant to use that term. I'm hesitant to use that term. Here's why. Let me share with you just a real brief clip of something I noticed yesterday during the press briefing hosted by White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Here's what Jen Psaki said just yesterday.
0: What this meeting is not is a form for the president to make or accept an offer.
1: You hear that? Let me play it for you one more time. Listen, especially to the second half.
0: What this meeting is not is a form for the president to make or accept an offer. Absent
1: those two elements, you can't really call what took place in the White House a negotiation. Real brief summary of what is at stake here. The White House has proposed a $1.9 trillion stimulus package. And we went through the details yesterday. And if you were listening earlier today to Dave and to Janovic, they went through some of the differences as well. But on one side, it is $1.9 trillion on the part of the White House. And the group of 10 Republican senators have proposed a $618 billion proposal. Uh, we, we won't get into the differences. I think we've uh, kind of exhausted that here on this program. The one that uh, really has an impact on your wallet, likely, if uh, uh, unless you're a business owner, and then there's another discussion to have. But, uh, but you and me, Joe and Betty, Utah, the biggest impact in the difference between these two is likely, likely the amount in direct payments. The the White House is proposing 1400 per qualifying American with a pretty high threshold for those who qualify, and the Republicans have lowered that threshold a bit and also lowered the proposed amount available to each qualifying American to $1,000. Now, this morning, well, actually, you know what, L- let's hear more from Jen Psaki, uh, the press secretary. She, again, one thing about Jen Psaki, I would invite you to do is pay very close attention to the words that she uses. Uh, all right. She is one who has been in the communication game for a long time. And now, as White House press secretary, it has thus far been my observation that she very rarely makes mistakes in the way she phrases things. She does not uh, paint the president into a corner, she does not uh, close doors where they are meant to be opened, and she does not commit to things. That are unable to be committed to and you use that tool either for good or for ill and depending on your politics, uh, you can interpret it that way. But listen to this other comment made uh, again. This is yesterday during the press briefing as White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was talking about uh, the meeting which was to come.
0: This group obviously sent a letter uh, with some outlines, some top lines of of their um, concerns and their priorities, and he's happy to uh, have a conversation with them
1: happy to have a conversation with them, does by no means commit the president to negotiating or even taking into consideration anything that was said. Senator Romney this morning on Utah's Morning News, uh, he discussed a bit of a bit of the the collaborative uh, tone of the meeting. And I, I hope that he is right. I very much hope that Senator Romney's optimism is based on what we will see in the future, what we will see hopefully in the immediate future, that compromise is something that the White House and this group of 10 Republican senators are able to engage in. I just haven't seen any indication that that's the case from the White House. I just haven't seen it. What's my evidence? Well, first off, it is the fact that Jen Psaki phrased and characterized the meeting the way she did in her meeting. It is today the fact that she has again asserted that the number is $1.9 trillion, uh, and that is what the White House is pushing. And also, philosophically, we have seen thus far this White House engage in historically high numbers of executive orders signed. I'm not going to bore you anymore with executive orders right now, but just do not forget that thus far, this many short days into the presidency of Joe Biden, he has signed more executive orders uh, than any other president uh, this far into their presidency. All right. There are authorities uh, made available to him, either real or supposed, and he and his administration are taking advantage of those. I really have yet to see any reason why things should be different here. I won't bore you again with reconciliation, uh, but that is a tool available to the White House and specifically Democrats in the Senate right now to bring about the full $1.9 trillion package proposed by the White House without any Republican buy-in. Yeah, I, I know. Filibuster reconciliation defeats that. What do you think? Are you optimistic still for compromise? Do you think that there is some sort of middle ground here between the 1.9 trillion dollar number and all of the elements that goes into it and the 618 billion dollar proposal put forth by Republican senators? I want to be optimistic. I just need some signs. If you've seen those signs, let me know. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear from you. We're going to take a break right now. When we return, uh, some surprising news this morning from the University of Utah. The chief safety officer, a man who's been on the job for only a year, is already moving on. Why is that? Well, I'll share with you his statement and what I think comes next on life Mike.
0: I'm Dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold.